Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com. Welcome to the Ransomed Heart podcast. It, um, <laughs> that's all folks. Take two. Yeah, take two. Take 17. Where are my pants? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Ransomed Heart Podcast. I'm John Eldridge, and uh, it is towards the end of summer here in August. Um, last podcast, Craig McConnell and I were just reflecting on what the summer's been like for me and some of the ways that uh, we've been finding God in the midst of <laughs> some of uh, crisis and chaos. Um, but I didn't get a chance, Craig, to ask you about your summer and, yeah. and to reflect on that. I yeah. think our listeners would really, really be interested to hear your story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for asking. Um, the summer started helping our Swiss allies do boot camp, and that that actually feels like a year ago. Does it? Oh, yeah. I, just amazing amazing time and uh, returning from the boot camp um, I begin to to notice some um, some physical symptoms um, that are um, the leukemia I was diagnosed with and so my summer has been spent dealing with a uh, shift in my uh, health and um, and just uh, acknowledging that uh, more action and is required. So my summer has not been anywhere close to what I was hoping for because I've just been preoccupied with dealing with doctors and, and so on and so forth. Right. Even when you were able to go see your girls yeah. in, in L.A. Yeah. Yeah. You're... Spent some time and yeah. The story I want to tell about the summer, which seems like a centerpiece for me, John, is uh, went down to uh, M.D. Anderson to um, get some medical advice and opinions as to treatment, diagnosis, prognosis, and so on and so forth. And I was going down there. I don't know what I was expecting. I think I was expecting to be just a, a body that they poked and drew blood and prodded and probed. And um, it was phenomenal. It was absolutely fun. It was the turning point. I think with my cancer diagnosis, and it was the turning point of the summer. And uh, God was there. It was just a remarkable experience that I'm still kind of basking in. Why? I mean, I'm thinking that sounds horrible. Yeah, you huge. Go down for three days of medical tests. Yeah. Just thousands of cancer patients. Massive, massive medical center in, yeah. in hot Houston. Yeah. I mean, how is that amazing? Well, what made it amazing was just God being there. I mean, we walked into this kind of Ronald McDonald uh, hotel, and uh, there was just the presence of God. It's you know, it's uh, you don't know in those situations is it is it the medical center or is it that God is just all around me? Is mm. my experience mm. unique to me, right. or are others having this? Right. Is this? Sure, I, I don't know, but He just showed up, and. And uh, we're in the lobby of this uh, hotel, and 
people walk in who recognize us from boot camp and Lori from Captivating and they share their hearts, mm. their stories. But the, the the whole story is just about John in, in the presence of God. There's just so much hope in life and it's and it's just remarkable. Mm. You mm. Your your story is is your circumstances or your relationships, whether that's health or whatever, and God shows up, and it's just they all find their proper place. Mm. There's just hope. Mm. I just found myself, John, um, feeling like God just uh, just came through people, through doctors, that there was some kind of button on me that said that. Uh, you know, take care of this one, love on this mm. one, mm. give this particular patient kindness. And mm. it felt like bureaucrats, administrators, uh, hardened nurses <laughs> that you would normally expect just to be a number or just another face. It felt like they were all angels. Mm. And there was just something about God being there. That it just in his presence, there's hope, there's life. Mm. Um, one of the medics said that the terrain for cancer is hopelessness and despair, and that uh, um, that's the real battle is mm. the battle of the heart to not to go to hopelessness mm. and despair. Mm. These aren't Christians that I know of, and they were simply saying that they can measure and see the difference between a person who's given in to hopelessness and despair. And mm. it's then I realized that's the battle I've actually, I think I've been losing or fighting mm. and the outcome's been uncertain. Mm. So he came. Mm. I felt this hope, the hope of Christ. Mm. I actually spent one day just walking the halls. <laughs> Lori was off doing something and had a few hours. I was just walking the massive halls, going through the, uh, head and spine cancer area, the all these trauma sections and sitting in the waiting rooms and just looking for Christ and felt like I saw him. I didn't actually see mm. him, but just moving through the aisles of people waiting with mm. bandages and all kinds of conditions just felt like he is there for the hopeless. Mm. He's there for the broken. I'm struggling to be articulate here, but it was my summer has just been, I think, defined by those three days of being in the presence of Christ in a, a place that I've never experienced him. Mm. Okay. Here's what I have to ask. I want you to describe what is it like now to have hope versus prior? Um, having hope, um, I'm not preoccupied with myself as I was, um, that's the big difference. I'm, I'm just, I'm not preoccupied with my health and my future. Um, that something lifted there. The story's larger. Mm. Hope frees me to see a larger story. Mm. Without hope, you don't see it. Mm. You know, there is no larger story. It's, it's these circumstances. It's this prognosis. Mm. So, um, it feels like a lightning. It feels like um, I have perspective. I'm oriented. And it feels like uh, I think the biggest thing at this moment is just 
other-centered again. I'm just not preoccupied mm. with my fate, my disease, what's God doing, and just mm. all of that. That's just huge. That's um, – I think I think it's the beginning of Colossians. I don't have my scripture right in front of me here, so this is from memory. But Paul talks about the faith and the love and the phrases that spring from the hope that you have. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something about hope that allows you to love, mm-hmm. right? Where, whereas the absence of hope, you know, was um, – was really brutalizing you mm-hmm. er- earlier in the summer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so the the, uh, the yard guy here has decided to cut the grass while we're while we're doing this, and you know what? I don't care. So, yeah. what you gang? What you're hearing in the background is a lawnmower yeah. uh, going by. But um, Craig, I I just okay. I know this is your personal story. I know that God is very intimate with you in it. Very intimate, but I just have to say that the theme of the fight is against hopelessness and despair is way beyond you, and I think huge. I mean, I don't want to say universal, but I want to say pretty big for a lot of people. Yeah, you know that that that's that's how the enemy wants to take us out in some form or other, whether it's disappointment. Mm-hmm. Or, um, or a crisis, um, loss, um, you know, or just sheer um, weariness, you know, of just the day in and day out of life wearing you down. The battle does seem to be with hopelessness and despair, yeah. and and the difference that you experienced finding God, mm-hmm. um, and the restoration of hope is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's uh, – physiologically, the train for cancer is hopelessness and despair. Just what does hopelessness and despair do to you spiritually, mm. emotionally? Mm. I mean it is the – another way of putting it, it's the train of death. Mm. It's a culture of death and, mm. and yeah, yeah. Mm. I know that you've probably had dozens of battles with this but can you name an agreement – that you have had to break, recognizing this now? I mean, yeah. yeah the, the big one is that this is bigger than God, that this is outside, that the diagnosis of cancer sets in motion um, a number of dominoes that God is not a part of. You know, you just – the biggest agreement is that is it something now is set in motion that, that God can't alter and that I can't alter? Depression, the blues, um, a giving up, a hopelessness, all these things are symptomatic of cancer and natural. And, exactly. And that there's – Unavoidable. Yeah. Inevitable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That going back to the podcast last week, that – that's all there is, is crisis, chaos, death, yes. erosion, deterioration. Right. And then right. you subtly get preoccupied with those things and make the agreement that's your reality. Yeah. It's a, and the whole story is about you. And uh, you, lose, you lose a large story. You lose okay, so, so name the agreement again that you broke. Um, that this is bigger than God. Yeah. <laughs> Gang. 
whatever that may be for you right now, um, that's huge. I mean, I know the Spirit's speaking through, mm-hmm. through Craig's story and, you know, whatever it may be, you know, the prodigal daughter, yeah. the, the marriage, you know, your, your uh, finances, your own health, you know, just my goodness, we can all begin to tick off things and the temptation there is to make agreements mm-hmm. that this is outside of God. This is beyond God. This, you know, this particular struggle is some mm-hmm. – for some reason, my particular struggle is outside the, yeah. the, the realm of God and, and thus the loss of hope. And so to recognize those agreements, see the battle for your heart, break those agreements so that hope can be mm-hmm. you know, restored, renewed, re-experienced, re- re-embraced. Now, here was the huge thing, and I'm just blown away by this. Okay, so driving home from the family camping trip a couple weeks ago, 10-hour drive, you know, in the car, you know, all five of us. And so the boys have got their headphones on and Stacy's reading and, you know, so I've got hours to pray. and I love it, actually. I just love, love that drive time of just quiet and prayer. And one of the things that Jesus was saying to me was hope is a choice. Hmm. Honestly, I had never seen that before. Hmm. Okay, faith, hope, and love, right? Paul names those, you know, in Corinthians 13 as, as the biggies, okay? Yeah. But these, these remain, mm-hmm. faith, hope, and love. Okay, these are the three greatest virtues of the Christian life. They're the free mm-hmm. forces. They're, you know, powers, they're the essences of the Christian life, faith, hope, and love. Well, we know that love is chosen, right? And what makes love so noble and what makes love a virtue as opposed to an accident, is that it's chosen. Mm -hmm. You choose love. You sacrifice for love. But honestly, I thought that hope was something that just kind of happened to a person. You just either have it or you don't. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the flu. Just one day you catch it. Or Or pregnancy. Yeah. You're either pregnant or you're not. Yeah, it just sort of happens, you know. (laughs) Oh, well, that's different than the flu. Yeah, just a little. Okay. (laughs) This is a huge thought that, that hope is chosen. Mm. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a virtue. It, it wouldn't be something to be commended, something that was noble, something that you know would be held up as one of the three great virtues of the Christian faith. It wouldn't be a virtue. wouldn't be heroic if it was something that just happened to you. Well, today I have hope. You know, That's a wonderful thing, but we must recognize that we choose it. Mm-hmm. We choose to accept it. We choose to fight for it. We choose. We choose hope against despair. Just, I just wanted to offer that thought at the end of uh, of your story. And, and thanks, thanks for your story. It's um, it's powerful. Really hope you've enjoyed listening to this Ransomed Heart podcast. We put these out weekly here. If you're new to us. You can go back into the library and and listen to older podcasts and hope you'll be a a regular listener. And for more about Ransomed Heart and um, all that we're offering to help you find God, find hope, find life, come to our website at ransomedheart.com.